So today's show, we're going to look at the long-term effects of childhood trauma. Hi, this is Andrew Wayfinder, psychotherapist, life purpose coach, and soul healer in Chelsea, London. You're listening to The Way of the Awakened Soul podcast, a show about finding your soul's purpose and how to use science, psyche, and spirit to guide and follow your true path in life. Tune in weekly for inspiring stories, cutting-edge science, and ideas, along with spirit healing and guidance sessions. Join the show at thewayoftheawakensoul.com to have your questions answered on the air and win a free healing or divination session for yourself. Now, let's get started. How do you take a newborn baby with all of their promise and infinite capacities and turn them into a 30-year-old homeless drunk? It's actually quite easy. And the question is, have you had an ACE, an ACE, an Adverse Childhood Experience, or more than one? Because if you have, you could be at risk for serious, even fatal, medical and emotional problems. From 1995 to 1997, Kaiser Permanente Health Plan, an HMO in the States, in the San Diego Hospital, they studied 17,337 patients to see if there was a link between childhood abuse, neglect, family dysfunction, and later health and emotional problems. And what they did was they surveyed them. They asked them if they had experienced 10 different conditions, five that were personal and five that were related to things that would have happened to their caregivers or their families in their childhood. Even in this largely, you know, middle-class working professional group, because this was an HMO for educated, employed professionals, many of them had experienced one or more of the 10 most common events. And these were physical abuse, 28% of them, substance drug abuse within the household, 27%, parental separation or divorce, 23%, sexual abuse, 21%, Mental illness in the household, 19%. Emotional neglect, 14%. Violence towards the mother or stepmother, 2012%. Emotional abuse, bullying, shouting, that sort of stuff, 10%. Physical neglect, 9.9%. And all, as many as 5% had had somebody go to jail. And what they noticed was that as you had more of the, if you had four aces or seven, or three, the increase of symptoms of later problems were quite dramatic. So compared to a person who had not experienced any of these, if you had four of them, you had a 700% increase in alcoholism, a 200% increase risk of being diagnosed with a cancer, a 400% increase in emphysema, in smoking-related diseases and illness. And if you had, say, for example, six of them, you were 30 times more likely to attempt suicide. That's a 3,000% increase in a life-threatening condition. What the hypothesis is, is that these childhood events are extremely destabilizing and actually cause you to almost rewire your nervous system so you're more vulnerable and more susceptible. It's a little bit like If you moved into a house that had been through an earthquake, you might not know about the earthquake, but the foundations had been cracked and disrupted. And so that's that's the import of this study is to notice, you know, what these 10 things are 
And for example, I experienced five of them in my childhood, and it's taken quite a bit of work, but for a fair amount of psychological work and effort, I'm you know pretty healthy and stable. Whereas my mother, who had six of them in her childhood, suffered from extreme depression and anxiety for most of her life and died of emphysema at age 62, you know, fitting very much within this, the patterns. We're going to go through the 10 questions so you can get a sense of where you might be vulnerable or where there might be threats. But the big question is, you know, even though you've had these impacts, if you have had these impacts, that if there is a f- source of resilience, a source of emotional connection or support, people can survive really quite extraordinary stuff. And, and a very telling example of that was in World War II in London, when the city was being bombed, a lot of children were sent away to the country where it was safer. But a certain percentage of children stayed you know, throughout the blitz and the bombing and air raids and things like that, but they were still with their family. And what they actually discovered long-term was that the children who stayed with their family, even though they were exposed to more danger and more risk, actually suffered much less emotional stress and trauma than the children who were sent away, who even though they were not exposed to bombing, they were torn away from their kind of emotional anchors. And that had a real consequence. Basically, if you answer yes to something, that's one point. And the more points you get, the more liable or the more likely it is that there could be hidden stresses and kind of pain in your, literally in your biochemistry, in your nervous system. So before your 18th birthday, did a parent or other adult often or very often swear at you, insult you, put you down or humiliate you, act in a way that left you afraid or fearing for your safety? Two, did a parent or other adult in the household very often push, grab, slap, or throw something at you, ever hit you so hard you had marks or were injured? Three, did an adult or a person at least five years older than you ever touch or fondle you or have you touched their body in a sexual way or attempt to have any kind of oral, anal, or vaginal sex with you? And it's important that they were five years more or older than you. Four, did you often or very often feel that no one in your family loved you or thought you were important or special? And was your family people who didn't look out for each other, feel close to each other, or support each other? Five, did you often or very often feel you didn't have enough to eat, had to wear dirty clothing, and had no one to protect you? Or perhaps your parents were either too drunk or high or stoned on drugs to take care of you or to take you to the doctor, for example, if you needed it. Were your parents ever separated or divorced? Was your mother or stepmother often or very often pushed, grabbed, slapped, or had something thrown at her? Was she ever often or sometimes kicked, bitten, hit with a fist, or hit with something else? Repeatedly hit over a number of minutes or threatened with a gun or a knife? Eight, did you ever live with anyone who was a problem drinker, an alcoholic, or who used illegal drugs, street drugs, or or abused drugs given to them by a doctor? Nine, was a household member depressed or mentally ill, or did a household member attempt suicide? And then number 10, did a household member ever go to prison? So just ask yourself these questions, and the number from zero to 10 is your, quote, ACE score. If you are concerned about, you know, what you've learned, do check out the website ACES, A-C-E-S, two, T-O-O, high, H-I-G-H, dot com. 
And it has some very good information about that. But the other side of the story is the question of resilience. So the other thing you want to look at is from, you know, zero, definitely not true, to five, definitely true. How strongly would you agree or disagree with, I believe that my mother loved me when I was little? You know, definitely not true all the way to definitely true. I believe that my father loved me when I was little. When I was little, other people helped my mother and father take care of me, and they seemed to love me. I've heard that when I was an infant, someone in my family enjoyed playing with me, and I enjoyed it too. When I was a child, there were relatives in my family who made me feel better if I was sad or worried. When I was a child, neighbors or my friend's parents seemed to like me. When I was a child, teachers, coaches, youth leaders, or ministers were there to help me. Someone in my family cared about how I was doing in school. My family's neighbors and friends talked often about making our lives better. We had rules in our house, and we were expected to keep them. When I felt really bad, I could almost always find someone I trusted to talk to. And as a youth, people noticed that I was capable and could get things done. I was recognized and celebrated in various ways. I was independent and a go-getter. I believe that life is what you make it. So just ask, you know, how many of these, to what degree were they in your life? Because those are also important sources of resilience and support. And the whole thing is, is that you are an amazingly resilient and powerful and strong creature. I mean, we, we have to be, you know, for you to be alive today, literally tens of thousands of years of your ancestors, hundreds of generations of your ancestors survived through amazing challenges and threats and dangers. So you're born with a, you know, quite an amazing ability to survive and thrive. But it's also important to know that, you know, if you were threatened in these other ways, to be aware that that possibility is there and that there are steps that you can take to get help. So, you know, I hope I hope that helps you understand a little bit about what you might have gone through because if you have suffered these sort of these aces you could find that you have, um, you know, a nervous system. You know, you 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 tend to be anxious or worried. You might be hypersensitive, hyper alert to threat, irritable, nervous. You might have difficulty sleeping. These are all just symptoms of, you know, a body that's been through a lot, a nervous system that's had powerful, scary experiences. And the good news is that there are, you know, there are forms of, of therapy. There's talking therapy, there's yoga, body movement systems, there's spiritual methods. There's a lot of different ways to help yourself become integrated and become whole. You know, if you're going through some stuff, look for help. You know, call the Samaritans, check out acestohigh.com. Look for a human givens psychotherapist. They're very well trained with trauma and... There's the traumacenter.org, does a lot of work with trauma. And, and then there's the National Child Trauma Traumatic Stress Network. It's nctsnet.org. And the other thing to look at is PTSD. Google PTSD and look for resources on that. But just to, to know that it can feel sort of scary and overwhelming, but there are a lot of people with the skills and the training to help you. And if you feel you need the help, go look for it. Okay? I hope that helps. And if you have been through this, I'm sorry. I, I know how tough it can be. But the good news is that there is a way out. You know, there are people who want to help you. So reach out for them. Okay? Have a good night. 
Thanks for tuning in. This was The Way of the Awakened Soul with Andrew Wayfinder. I hope you enjoyed the show and you're inspired to go live your life of meaning and purpose. Please leave a review on iTunes and make sure to go to thewayoftheawakensoul.com to get your questions answered on the show and win a free healing or divination session for yourself. Thanks and goodbye.